0: Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com
1: slash style.
2: The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
3: This is TalkSport Daily.
4: Hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to yet another Andy Goldstein Talksable Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, we start today with the news that broke on my show, Andy Goldstein's Drive Time, yesterday, or was it the day before? Anyway, doesn't really matter. The news was that Calvin Phillips is set to join Manchester City from Leeds United for around about £45 million, possibly moving up to £50
5: million. Initially, you're quite delighted that your contract is pretty enormous and you're getting paid now a a level of the highest earners in the country and then that wears off. Then you get frustrated about sitting out the team, which Mm -hmm. is your next problem. Because if Calvin Phillips find himself... He'll play games at City because there's enough competitions for them to be in. But he won't be number one. He won't be a shoehorn in that team whether you're just going to play week in, week out, which might frustrate him. Because some players... Don't tell me Jack Grealish hasn't got frustrated this season because he quite clearly has. You know, it would be a frustration to be in and out of a team when you're a £100 million player that played every week at Aston Villa. One thing I would say about Calvin Phillips, I don't know him, obviously, personally. I think you can tell he's got an incredible character. He's got a real drive in him to be the best he can be. Mm -hmm. And I think... Pep probably loves that and can trust that he can come in and deliver when needed look he'll be battling for a place and he's um, he's a a really terrific midfielder to get into your football club Mm. I mean I have you said to me the top three I would probably put Fabinho in now Rodri is the number one Declan Rice but he's now in the top what, six or seven in the country in that position, in, in my opinion, but he might not be the number one at his club.
0: As I entered the talk sport buildings, I saw someone I worked with on the, the podcast, uh, a big Leeds fan, and then we had a little bit of a chat. I said, what do you think? He said, I can't believe it's only 42 million. You know, I remember seeing him when Marcelo Bielsa first came into the side, and I remember doing a game where he got taken off before half-time, mm. and you're sort of thinking, wow, you know, this is a, a ruthless manager, and, and is Calvin Phillips going to live with this? But he realised, Marcelo Bielsa, just how key he was to the Leeds team. Now, he's got two years left in his contract. If he only had one year, you'd be saying that's a really good deal because you're 12 months away from nothing. Two years, you can still kind of call the shots. But I feel that they haven't. And maybe Calvin Phillips, maybe there's been a promise. Maybe there was a promise at the end of last season to say, look, we've survived. Uh, We've had a really good season. Give us one more season. And obviously, he's, he's done that just about stayed up, Leeds. But if you're going to let Calvin Phillips go, you need to get good money for him. And If you can let Rafinha go, which obviously we don't yet know if that's going to happen, you know, £100 million probably between the two if they get it. On the face of it, that's good money. Mm. But you're talking about a team that, and a club, and I actually really loved covering Leeds. Great set of fans. It felt like, you know, a, a top eight Premier League club whenever I went to, to cover them at Ellen Road. A superb support, really is. But you're talking about Whatever the support, you're talking about a team that survived on the very last day with those two players in the team.
4: Breaking news for you now, Gareth Bale has agreed to join MLS side Los Angeles FC on a one-year
6: deal. For those who don't know too much about LAFC, it used to be LA Galaxy and obviously the Beckham era and Ibrahimovic was there a few years ago. And it's all been about, you know, the glitz and glamour of LAFC. Uh, sorry, LA Galaxy. And then, um, you know, over the last few years, LAFC, um, you know, created the club, which is LAFC now. And then now they've taken over. Now they're firmly way ahead of LA Galaxy. They sit top of the league right now. And um, I think for for me, in my opinion, I was there a few weeks ago, actually. They've got a really nice stadium there. The pitch is great. The club do it right. Got a really great atmosphere in the stadium In in uh, in every game that they're at. Uh, There's a big, big following there. And, um, you know, they've also started to obviously make signings, big signings. Uh, Giorgio Chiellini just Mm -hmm. came in from Juventus. Carlos Vela, who's been their superstar, has been amazing in MLS over the last few years. Um, I think a lot of people will remember him from from the UK and um, and Arsenal. And, um, you know, they've got a bunch of, uh, you know, a couple of Mexican internationals, lots of other internationals, including a couple of US uh, internationals. Even I was completely surprised. Very, very um, surprising move, but also at the same time, underlying knowing him and knowing his character and knowing who he is. Um, I know he's his own guy who makes his own decisions, and this is the thing with with Gareth. So um, he has made this um, very quickly. I was actually probably expecting a few more weeks of this, and so I think that's why. Also, maybe I'm, I was a little bit surprised, but um, also at the same time. Um, Yeah, I think it's a, in my opinion, I think it's a good move. I think it's, um, listen, as a football player, you haven't got forever. Gareth Bale, especially, hasn't got forever to play. So in that time, you want to go and play in the leagues and the places that you um, would like to experience and would like to to go and see that environment.
0: I don't want anyone to think that I'm not a Gareth Bale fan because I am. He's we, you know Wales's greatest ever player and one of Britain's greatest ever players. But I think he's given up on his club football. He gave up on his club football a few years ago. You know any man that 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 was willing to go to China as good as he was while he was still in his 20s. I think it's been all about his country for a very long time. Mm. So clearly, and, and rightly so, he's earned the right to do that. He may be, what, 32 now, I think. And I think if he was 35, he probably would definitely quit after the World Cup. But because he's still young enough, or so we think, you know, everyone's thinking he should go to the Premier League, he should do this. I think the championship would have been very, Use used the word earlier, brutal. Yeah. It would have been, you know, and physically speaking, he's not ready for those type of games.
4: Now, as well as transfer news, there has also been manager walkouts Wayne Rooney has asked to be released from his contract at Derby County with immediate effect. Wazza of course, leaves a club that were relegated last season and, of course, still owned by administrators.
5: TalkSport have had all the reaction to the news. Maybe League One as well? You know, and also with no players and still winning really no, I mean as many as what, five players are apparently reporting on training on Monday. It's obviously he's looking at him probably thinking, I can't win in this situation and I've been in a no win situation for the last two and a bit years at Derby County where he's just basically spam plates. Mm-hmm. I and mean, when you're doing that as a per- as a manager, that you're just trying to find a way through, um, and they didn't stay up, I think he probably made his decision at the end of last season but just wanted to take some time to sit back and think about it and look try and give Derby a new future that he you know he obviously had a great affection for the football club that was clear and the fans loved him you know they they sympathised with what he had to deal with which was ridiculous circumstances for a club of the the stature of Derby County I think they Should
1: feel extremely disappointed that Wayne Rooney's not going to be their manager going into next season because I think he's done a remarkable job for what what the circumstances he was in. I think he's built his reputation fantastically well. I think he will get a top, top job very, very soon, in my opinion. Soon as one comes available, there's a few names that is going to be involved. Obviously, Pochettino, depends what happens at PSG. He will be a big name. Wayne Rooney will be in that list. I think they should feel extremely disappointed that Wayne Rooney's not going to be their manager going into next season because I think he's done a remarkable job for what, what the circumstances he was in. I think he's built his reputation fantastically well. I think he will get a top, top job very, very soon, in my opinion. Soon as one comes available, there's a few names that is going to be involved. Obviously, Pochettino depends what happens at PSG. He
4: will be a big name. Wayne Rooney will be in that list. It was announced that Mike Riley will be leaving the PGMOL or the Pugmal and will step down as Chief of Referees after 13 years in the role. Former Premier League referee Mark Horsey Housey joined the Saturday session to discuss the news. Mike's been in the post a very long time. I think it's um been long overdue i think he should have stepped down quite a while ago because i think you know we've seen a decline in the standards of officiating not that i'm blaming the referees i think it's down to the coaching of our referees. Um, if you look at Darren, so you look at good coaches turn average players into good players, good players into excellent players. And that is no different with, with referees. And unfortunately, we haven't got the, the quality of coaches in place to, to help our guys at, at the top level. I mean, if you look at a lot of the guys that have walked away from the PGML, likes of Howard Webb, hopefully, I think we, we will be coming back to take over from, from Mike Mark Clattenberg, Peter Walton, you know, Lee Probert, they've all walked away from the PGML. And you've got to ask the question why have they all walked away?
2: To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Our
4: Saturday concluded another day of cricket at Headingley in the third test between England and New Zealand. Talksports' Jake Robson was there and here he is here with the Roundup.
3: Rain stopping play at the end of the day with New Zealand 168 for five, 137 runs ahead but it was after the first rain delay at around five o'clock that things really began began to catch light in this third innings. New Zealand were looking comfortable, but with the first ball after the resumption, Joe Root removed Devon Conway for 11, thanks to a brilliant one-handed catch at short leg by Ollie Pope. Two overs later, Matt Potts had skipper Kane Williamson caught behind by Johnny Bairstow for 48, and when Jack Leach caught Henry Nichols off his own bowling, the Kiwis had gone from 152 for 2 to 161 for 5. That meant England's tails were really up as the Bowlers were being roared in by an now well-oiled Saturday afternoon headingly crowd. But just after six, more rain came and that was that. England earlier dismissed for 360 and a lead of 30. Johnny Besto finishing on 162 with 97 for Jamie Overton on test debut. New Zealand will be hoping to get somewhere around the 250 mark ahead tomorrow when play resumes. But as it stands, that looks some way off.
4: Well, that's it. That's all you're getting, I'm afraid. Yep, no more. You'll have to come back and download tomorrow's. But thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. Don't forget, of course, to hit the subscribe button. I'll be back tomorrow on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show with the one and only Darren Bent from 4pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe.